Alright, hello and welcome to the 32nd episode. Wow, it's been a lot of episodes. 32nd episode of the Killing Time Podcast. My name is Arch Grieve and I'm your host. I'm coming at you from Dayton, Ohio. And the coronavirus, you may have heard about it. That's going on right now. And um, it's affected everything from, you know, my job to... uh, to yours probably, and uh, probably everybody else's, so um, lots of things going on, and um, also a time of, um, you know, maybe less going on as well, so um, I'm really excited though today, because I get to talk to somebody that I haven't talked to in a long time, and that is my good buddy Josh Bickett, so um, this guy is a good buddy of mine who happened to be my best man at my wedding. I hardly get to catch up with him anymore, but he found out that um, I had a podcast, and he heard this one that I did with my friend Jay Crawford, and he reached out. So I'm glad to uh, you know, be able to catch up with him and see how life is going. So let's give him a call and see what's going on. Josh. Hey, it's Arch. Oh, hey, buddy. How's it going? It's lovely. I actually didn't pay attention to who it was. I thought it was probably a customer calling again. Oh, no. You can relax yeah. now. So. Hey, just ease on back. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on? I'm just working. You're working now? Yeah, I, I'm always working. Man, why? Always. Why are you always yeah. working? Well, because uh, I have bills, and so I find that... <laughs> Working and getting paid helps me uh, take care of those. So, well, so um, along those lines, working lines. Tell me uh, and other people listening to the podcast here what what it is that you do, and how the pandemic is having an impact on that. First off, I didn't even know we were already rolling. So, oh yeah, I just keep it rolling. My my podcast voice. I should have realized after uh, Jay asked the same thing from the other day. Yeah. Uh, uh, so let me see if I understand the question. How the pandemic has affected my work life? Is that essentially what the question was? Yeah, but also what it is that you do, too. Oh, yeah. Well, that's probably a question for another time. I I work for LexisNexis, um, and I am in the, the sales division. Uh-huh. So uh, we actually I, – I work with existing customer accounts that have access to our legal research and I could I could go on for quite a while about what all that is, but that's not important <laughs> at the moment. Right, uh, not so, until they give me a sponsorship. Then then yeah, I want you there, to continue. There you go. Then we can then we can jump in further. Yes. Uh, but um, so yeah, so I work there. I'm at, I'm a regional manager uh, for that. So I work with existing customer bases and um, you know rework plans and find uh, better solutions for what they're what they're uh, doing right now and how their how their law offices. Um, or you know what practice areas are working in and everything else. So I could again, I could go on for a while, but we'll just move on from that. Luckily, um, we we are almost entirely telephonic, so we did move to a work from home situation in the middle of March. Uh, but my daily motion has been largely unchanged, other than the fact that I I work in my garage instead of a instead of an <laughs> office building. Nice. So you yeah. got a, you got a little office set up out there. If you want to call it an office setup, absolutely. <laughs> I've got, I um, I like to stand. I I, I moved to a standing desk. Oh, me few, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. 
go. I love those. So I didn't have one. I have one at work. I didn't have one at home. So I actually went and found a an adjustable workbench at Home Depot. Nice. And I have turned that into a mobile standing office. It's very sophisticated. Very cool. Yeah. I like it. So that's 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 what's happening now. But no, the work the work day actually has not changed a ton for me, believe it or not. That's good. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I you know, I like having a job. Of and course. Working for Lexus. Yeah. Uh, it's a great company, so uh, I'm I'm fortunate in that in that regard. Well, so I go to this jujitsu gym, or I don't now because of everything being closed, obviously. Yeah. But um, I talk to these guys, and they're like really high up there, like the people that own the gym. I think one of them um, maybe is Alexis Nexusai, and he said that you're like uh, his boss. I think is that is that accurate? I'm. I I highly doubt that that's the case. But really, is are you talking about Sean Gray? He's one of them. Okay, so I don't think Sean's actually with Lexus anymore. Okay. Uh, but, um, he did, he, we, we kind of break it out. This is super exciting stuff to, to cover on a podcast on, <laughs> on how we, how we work. This but, is why people listen. I mean, the dozens of listeners that you get on a daily basis, I'm sure they're. Dozens they're might be strong, but go on. <laughs> uh, look, you got at least, you got at least, uh, one because Danny's the one that sent me the link to begin with. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're out there, re- you're. You're just impacting, you know, tens of elevens of people's lives. At exactly. Least, if I have to take a guess. <laughs> so, so uh, John, Sean is not. He took a, a role somewhere else. But uh, while he was there, I remember him him uh, bringing you up at one point, and uh, we were talking about it a little bit. But he he basically handled um, customers. He helped customers as they were coming on to Lexus, mm-hmm. and then I help customers, and my team helps customers after their existing customers uh, with us. And I said oh, customers okay. nine times, so uh, circle gets square as far as that goes. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll edit that out probably. Yeah, they're <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, but I was not his boss. I got so you. I am very unimportant and insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Well, I only brought it up because the way that they talked about you, you sounded super important. And so well, it seems like you're quite high up there. Yeah, that's couldn't be farther from the truth. But... <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, I do really like the job that I have, so I'm, I'm lucky to work here. Lexus is, I, we haven't talked forever. I know. Um, but um, it's, it's, it's a shame as well. Yes. So I'm really, I, I didn't agree to do this podcast because of any other reason other than just wanting to connect with my good oh. friend, Gordon. Oh, thank you. So, uh, but um, I'm, not, I'm not anybody of consequence in all reality. Well. But I like what I do, so that's, that's good. good. Yeah. Well, so you and your wife have, is it, how many, three kids? We have three kids, and three girls. How was parenting during the pandemic? It is as wonderful as everybody talks about it. it yeah? Is. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, the, the thing is... That was a very diplomatic answer in a lot of is. ways. That's, I'm very... You are I'm, good. I should be very political, if need be. Yeah. Um, it, you know, I... Our, our situation with the girls doesn't change a whole lot. It, I think a lot of people feel like they have to entertain their children in different ways. We we took them a lot of places, and Maddie, my oldest, does ballet, so she's been doing that virtually, oh, um, cool. which is, I'm fairly certain, just so the company can continue to charge us because <laughs> we could also just watch a video and get the same thing done. But that, right. you know what? I'm just trying to help out small businesses in the Beaver Creek area, so that's okay. Good of you. Uh, but... 
it's been pretty good. I mean, it's it's yeah, it, it'd be nicer if it was warm outside so they could go play outside a little more often, which it was earlier this week, which is great. Yeah. Uh, but um, I I gotta I give Mary all the credit. I work so much that she takes care of ninety percent of everything. So gotcha. She she is probably a, a better person to ask that question to than me. No, it's fair. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, so. Another thing I was thinking about when I was, you know, doing my my extensive show prep for this, <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. which consisted of four four minutes before you called me saying, "What questions have I asked everyone else?" and "Is Josh any different?" No, he's not interesting, so I'll just move on. <laughs> no, no. Funnily enough, uh, it was not that. But we used to play regular poker games. Are you are you still playing yeah. at all? I I have not played poker in about a year. We try to get one together around Thanksgiving still, uh, but it fell through last year for some reason. And you sent me a text around December, I think, when I was trying to find your number yesterday or whenever it was. Um, yeah. And you had asked me to do a poker game, which I really wanted to be able to attend. Uh, but, you know, I have to be able to make sure I can clear like nine hours if I'm going to play poker with you. So <laughs> it just didn't, it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out. I've gotten lazier these days, so I go out sooner. Oh, I doubt that. I do. I really do. Look, if there is anybody out there listening, let me just tell you a little bit about Arch Grieve (laughs) and not walking away from a table at 4.30 in the morning over a $15 first place prize with a $5 buy-in. I'm I'm not going to split that pot. 4.30. I will never forget. (laughs) I was at my house. And I can't remember who you were going up against, but I was I was just dumbfounded. I was like, this is unbelievable. But you finally met your match in someone who also wouldn't walk away. I know, man. That was rough. From, from $15. Those are good times. I, you, do you still play pretty regularly? Yeah, I do. I joined this uh, poker league, um, but we've stopped playing because of the coronavirus, unfortunately. And well, so, um, so I haven't played in a... About a month now, I guess. But but yeah, I joined a league and I suck, uh, of course. <laughs> so um, I think they keep me around because everybody gets to keep taking my money and they enjoy that. So yeah. True. Well, I mean, it does the strategy of just wait everyone out and and drive them insane that doesn't work with this particular league. No, because the blinds advance every interval, you know. So ah yes, something that, we never were able to get across. No. <laughs> Exactly. That that would have changed my game entirely, sir. That was our de- that was our problem. Is somebody somebody didn't set that rule ahead of time? Yeah. So I play a very different game then. So yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> well, we got to get that together. We've got to we got to get that poker group. I haven't yeah. talked to Matt Musselman. I I hadn't talked to Jay in a while. I I, I was t- texting him a little bit yesterday. Listen to your guys' conversation was. Like 2005 all over again. I was just loving every minute of it. <laughs> it was good times. <laughs> it was so good. Uh, that's so fun. So, um, so also, you. I know you're a big sports guy. Did you? How did you handle yeah. No March Madness? It's, it's very depressing. Yeah. There's really only one thing that I really truly enjoy watching, and that's sports, and particularly <laughs> basketball. Uh-huh. And so when and and you you may not remember this you may the Lakers are my favorite team. Oh yeah, and they haven't been truly relevant outside of just having Kobe play for several years. They haven't been relevant and in the running for quite some time. And uh, to have the season essentially canceled at this point. I mean, we'll see if if 
something happens. But um, they were in first place. It was going to be a Lakers year, and uh, now we don't get to see it. So Yeah. Well, it was, was also supposed rough. to be a Flyers year, too. Yeah, well, that's just, I mean, that, that goes without saying. You know, Mary went to UD. No, so I didn't realize that. I have a uh, small connection to, to that. And, yes, I think they would have done really well. That would have been a crazy good time. Um, there's a lot of UD alumni on Lexus campus, so we, we sometimes will play the games during down in our uh, cafeteria, and everybody can take kind of breaks and go check in on that sort of stuff. So March Madness is a good time. Missed out on that. Missing out on baseball, which I'm not a huge baseball guy, but still there. But NBA playoffs would have been going on right now. That's one of my favorite times of the year. Yeah. So there could be – there's certainly a whole lot more important things than that. But, yes, if we're just going to talk about – Petty things that I'm frustrated over. I wish, <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I could, I could watch some basketball right now for certain. Well, we, we won't because that about exhausts my sports knowledge. So, uh, <laughs> um, one thing that I mentioned in the intro is that you were my uh, best man, and um, yes, I was. You were also my treasurer when I ran for political office a number of years ago. So I'm just wondering, are, are you still politically involved at the local level, or was that your last foray into uh, <laughs> that politics? Was my last- my last foray into it. That was supposed to be my launching point. Right. And um, then you, I believe you vacated that office ahead of time. <laughs> did you not? <laughs> I did. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. I worked um, so hard for it, though. Yeah. We, you know what? I did very little actual work for that, uh, but I was very excited to see myself attached to Arch Grieve and all the great things you were going to do for the city of Xenia. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I just, you, you get these jobs, you start working more and more and more, and then you don't even think about doing that stuff. So I had given legitimate thought after you ran and successfully won, I had given legitimate thought to try to do something for city council for Xenia. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, we moved, we moved out here to Beaver Creek three years ago. So that was, oh. that was the end of that conversation. You defected. That's sad. I feel like, I could be I could be overplaying this, but I mean Bickett Road people know. I get asked that question still once yeah. a month. And I think that would have carried me a good a good ways in a city council race. I mean just I, by people recognizing the name. Yeah. I have Grease Roads. I'm sure that helps. Yeah. <laughs> so of course it did. Having a name road name, that, that certainly helps. I think you proved a point that if you just buy enough lawn signs and, and interact in social media, you can win a local uh, you know, educate. What, what was it? You were on the school board, right? Yeah, school board. Yeah, <laughs> <Terrible>. <laughs> I think you could win a local school board election just by uh, being a little more active. Yeah, uh, than the next guy. So, and I, I, it helps that I attacked people a little bit. <laughs> that, that did help. Sadly, it didn't. It didn't hurt. No, <laughs> that's not the strength of your victory, though. Let's not let's not uh, downplay it here. That's true. That is not that's not what brought you the election. I did run a J- Jimmy Carter esque door to door. You know, that's what I heard. That Everybody that I say, hey, you have you considered who you're voting for? They'd be like, well, who's the guy that's running a Jimmy Carter esque campaign? That's who I'm voting. <laughs> In Xenia, Ohio, <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> that's exactly what. That's exactly <laughs> word for word what the nine voters, potential voters I talked to, said. Yep. Uh, do you um, are you into politics much? You know, at the state and national level these days, or you just you stay out of it because you're a salesperson. You know, I follow it, and when I 
I'm, I'm mostly moderate on most things anyway, so I can, I can fit in and I can be involved in conversation without losing my mind. Right. But, uh, there's some, there's a lot of passionate folks out there, so I don't want to, I don't want to curb their enthusiasm or, <laughs> uh, you know, make them feel like their, their points aren't valid, but yeah. You know, you don't want to argue with an attorney over politics. And that's, that's my customer base. <laughs> that so, makes sense, actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But I, I do follow along. I'm a, I'm a very opinionated person, as you may remember. So. I do, yeah. I I, just, I do. I'm trying to imagine you, like, you know, stifling it. That's what I'm trying to think of here. You're trying to you imagine me what now? I'm trying to imagine you stifling your opinion here. Oh, yes. It's difficult. Well, it's... You know, you, there, I, there could be seven people listening right now. I got to be careful. I know. Say, <laughs> gotta I know. Be, I got to be mindful. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let me ask you this. When is the next time you're running for an office? And uh, how do I attach myself to that? <laughs> I um, I kind of doubt I will. Um, you I know, don't believe that for a second. I, I really doubt at least anytime soon. I don't know. Maybe maybe one of these days. I'm not allowed to, though, as a uh, public employee in Dayton. I work for the city now, and so I'm a oh, public yeah, servant, okay. and they don't let you hold office. Well, that that makes sense, I suppose. I guess. I don't know. For conflict of interest purposes, or... Yeah, but I mean, I was I, a state employee the last time, also. True. So... But does it do... Are you, um... Are you living in Dayton now as well? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I thought so. I have never, you know, you. I, I don't know if I've ever even gotten the invite. So we'll leave the griping for later. But um, you just said earlier I, I invited you to play cards. So. That was not at your location, though. That was not confirmed. Yeah, that was, that was in my location. How was I supposed to know that since you didn't include that in the details? You would assume. <laughs> Absolutely. I, said, <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about, are you like, uh, you, you not, a, you're not a big reader, right? I did. You know what? I, I'm insulted by the comment <laughs> <laughs> because what I just heard was, well, you know, you're uneducated. You're just not that bright. You, you don't really find intrigue in, uh, reading, right? That's what I heard when you asked that question. I just thought <laughs> that I remembered you not liking to read very much, but I mean, I, I love to read. I don't read a ton. I will tell you that the majority of books I read now have to do with uh, leadership and in business and things along those lines, trying to get uh, better there. You become so I'm not one a of big, those like, people. Fiction reader. I don't read a lot of fiction, uh, but um, I do read, and I, I still can read <laughs> at a high level. So just <laughs> for those of you listening, that's not that's fair. That's fair. Not a concern. All okay, right. well, do you have any good titles you'd like to recommend? That was my... I would, I would have had you not insulted my intelligence <laughs> just a moment ago. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, please, please do. What would I recommend right now? Um, goodness, I mean, there's so many there's so many people out there that uh, will not take this seriously, so I don't know if I should uh, throw anything out there. There's a book by, uh, by a, name, a, a man named Ryan Hawk. Okay. Who, um, it's actually a Lexus alum, and it's called "Welcome to Management," and um, it's a pretty good it's a pretty good read. He's he he actually worked in the same department that I did for a while. His dad hmm. ran the sales division for several years, and his brother's actually AJ Hawk, 
who played uh, for oh. Ohio State as a linebacker and then in the NFL for several years. Yeah. So uh, kind of a he's got a lot of cool stories. Um, he played quarterback for the university or for Miami University, I should say. Um, and uh, a couple other, I, I, I believe he ended up going to another school for a little bit. But that, nonetheless, I digress. That's a pretty good book if you're into, um, you know, business and, and becoming a first-time leader and all that. Welcome to management's a good read. Okay. And uh, what about uh, television shows? Any any good TV shows you recommend? Goodness. So I, I the Office is my favorite TV show ever. That's not one you recommend because everybody knows about this. Wow, that's a this is okay. a hot take. Right. <laughs> Josh likes The so, Office. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I like The Office at a level that most people don't get to. So I, I just want to okay. throw that out. It's it's a it's a level where I could recite the majority of all episodes. It's it's very unhealthy. Gotcha. Uh, but I did start watching The Heist on Netflix over the last two weeks. I don't know you that. Heard about this show? No. Do you know any shows? Because you didn't know anything Jay was talking about either. (laughs) (laughs) I watch a surprisingly large amount of television. Do you have Netflix? Yeah, of course. How do you not know about the heist? It's been like on their top ten for the last month. I don't know. I'm into the artsy stuff, I guess. I don't know. Like This is a Spanish TV show. It's in subtitles. (laughs) This is right up your alley. Okay. I don't know. This is a show that you... This is a show people like yourself watch that want to feel smarter than everyone else. Yeah. So, it you sh- you should check it out. Okay. It's a, it's it's fairly compelling right off the bat. Nice. And I will say that it's there's four seasons or four parts because Netflix has to be different instead of calling things seasons they call them parts. <laughs> of course. Uh, but but uh, I've made it all the way through part one and I'm into part two and it is. You just can't multitask because if you can't, unless you know Spanish, which I don't. Did you take Spanish or did you take? Oh, I'm doing poco de español. Okay, pero, there you go. Pero so no maybe, mucho. maybe this would be very uh, right up your alley. Then you should check it out. Okay. Good. We we actually went to Spain this uh, this year right before the pandemic hit. That was a bold move. Yeah, you it didn't was. Know about the pandemic, or you did know, and you just threw caution to the wind anyway. It was kind of a combo. Um, we were like, it was still at that point where it was like, it's mostly in China. And then it was like, as we were leaving, they're like, oh, it's hit Italy. And then that was like starting to be a big deal. And okay. um, and then we're like in Spain and they're like, okay, there's been a case now in Spain. And we were like, oh, crap. So it was pretty okay. close. It was, okay. I feel like we can be forgiven for traveling anyways. Especially since we didn't have refundable tickets, so. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. That's. You should definitely take that consideration. <laughs> I mean, that's what really matters. Yeah. Really How was the trip? Was it a good time? Oh yeah, it was. It was pretty awesome. Um, Amanda loved all the artwork, and I loved all the food. So. Yeah, I would imagine. I actually had a chance to go to Spain a few years back um, for a sales competition uh, that I was lucky enough to win, but we could not go. Uh, because of, I think it's when right around the time Libby was was born, our second, uh, and so uh, it just did not work out, uh, which was bad. a shame. But yeah. um, that would have uh, been awesome. I hear it's very nice. You so, should definitely go after all this. You know. Oh, I don't think anybody's going to travel ever again. That's that's behind us. No, I don't <laughs> you think. can't get there. You can't get there in a car. I think you're out of luck. <laughs> I hope not. That would suck. I should yeah. be right now. I should be in Bosnia. Do you know that? 
Bosnia. Yes. I don't or, think I don't even think we've talked since like my whole foray into Bosnian stuff. Have we? No, I, I didn't even know that it was possible to have a foray into Bosnia stuff. So let's talk about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get into that. Okay, so I joined the Dayton Sister City Committee because I, you know, quit the school board and I was like, well, I should do something respectable still. So I joined that, much less responsibility than the school board, um, and also has the prospect of traveling. And so I was like, cool. And they happened to be going to Bosnia-Herzegovina that year. And I was like, oh, I want to go. And so Amanda and I both went, and it was like this 25-person delegation. Uh, we've like fell in love with the country. And then I was like, I got to get back here. And so I was like, I'll start a youth exchange. And so I started a youth exchange just so I would like have an excuse to continue going back to the country. And then I managed to uh, land like a $120,000 State Department grant to bring over like 20 people last year and also this year. And so that's been my Bosnian foray. That is that is actually interesting. That's Thanks. the sort of stuff you'd be talking about on this podcast, not asking <laughs> any questions that nobody cares about. No, no, no. This is about you, sir. This is Let about me ask you. you this question. Uh, right back at you. Are you flying to Bosnia on my taxpayer dime then? Because oh, you yeah. Decided to Absolutely. That's, That's the coolest, well coolest well part. Yeah. It's yeah. paid for by federal dollars. Ah, even better. Yeah. So, you can't track even a third of what's going in on in that level. So No, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. So Well, that is, that is very cool, actually. Thank you. So. Thank you. Congrats on that. And this, see, you're already basically just setting yourself up for the next political run. These are the types of things <laughs> that you do when you have a future in politics. Okay? Yeah, but what's that next office, really? I mean, what's it going to be? I mean, if I had to take a shot right now, I think uh, mayor is Ooh, what we're going no, for. no, no. Uh, not of Dayton. Not oh. of Dayton. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we'll, we'll ease our way into it. But, I see. Uh, I think you got it. I think it's in the bag already. We just got to pick the city. You got to move. I don't want to move you're anywhere. A, you're a real estate developer, so you can buy a house. I don't want to move. Take up 65% of the year, whatever the requirement is. <laughs> yeah. You're good to go. Okay. I want to run for whatever it is from here. I like it here. For Dayton? Yeah. Okay. Well, then let's run for mayor of Dayton. Well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> Give it 10 years. Okay. Give it 10 years. We'll see. Maybe once people have moved on. Continue your Bosnia foray. Yeah. And we'll get into we'll get into the mayorship. That sounds Is that good. a word? Mayorship? I think, yeah, I think so. Love it. Yeah. Uh, what about what about podcasts? Do you listen to those? I have not listened to many podcasts in quite a while. I will I will bore you again with the ones that I was listening to were again <laughs> business related and uh, learning. I I really I, I take great pride in trying to be the best I can at this job. So oh, yeah. I never would have ten years ago. I wouldn't have thought that's who I would be. But um, you can you can actually get better listening to stories and how other people handle things and how they've been successful in business and their careers and everything. So those are the ones I typically gravitate towards. Yeah. Uh, but I keep hearing commercials for the Ron Burgundy podcast, and that seems like something I should definitely be checking out. Definitely. I don't know yeah. what I haven't yet. I didn't know that there was such a thing. You, what do you know about? Like, pop culture and you, you seem like you're on a whole other whole planet right now. I, I mean, know what I know, uh, all right? 
I know what I've I know. A, I've got a note. Have you listened to anything other than Bon Jovi over the last ten years? Yeah, man. I'm okay right now. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'm into Guided by Voices. Guided by Voices? Yeah, you don't, you don't even know who that is, do you? Why would I? Yeah. They haven't risen to any level of fame that yes, would they have. a normal person. Oh, there's gonna be a whole there's gonna be a whole like slew of attacks from the Guided by Voices fan page against you now. Just I'm gonna <laughs> post this episode in there and then I'm just gonna let them know like, you know, this guy is trash talking Guided by Voices. I didn't trash talk anybody. Don't try to tell me that I should know who Guided by Voices is but that you shouldn't know that there's a Ron Burgundy podcast. There's different levels of the zeitgeist that we're on as far as this goes. And on my side is the one where the normal population would know about it. And on your side is probably a great band, but we don't know because they just haven't reached that level yet. They they have reached a level, Um, but (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) Do you still play the drums? Are you still playing at all? Yeah, a little bit. I got them in my basement. You got no band involvement right now? No. I need, uh, you know what we need is a manager. Well, I and tell you, you used I know to do someone that. who is very lackluster that would be perfect for that job. <laughs> That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> we need a lackluster a individual. What we need is a Benny Lip in the DCB reunion is what we need. I know. I agree. I mean, and I think we need a little more of a drum solo is what we need. We need, I'm not we need very a little more good drum at solo. the drum solos. I kind of suck at those. So, well, I mean, you could argue that you didn't suck. It was, it, we tried to get creative. Do you remember the one you did with a t-shirt on your head as if that added to it at all? Yeah. Yeah, I do. That was, that one was good. Yeah. I did like that one. Yeah. I don't feel like people really enjoyed these. So, I don't know. They didn't enjoy the drum solos, or they didn't enjoy the band? The drum solos. Yeah, the drum solos. I don't know. Yeah. I think you were a bit of a, you had a bit of an ego back then. I had to convince you just to show up and play most of the time. (laughs) I I was told this also by Danny the other day, and I didn't remember this at all. I didn't, I don't remember having an ego. I think many people would be shocked to hear. I think people would be based off of your, your stature uh, you know, as an adult, but as a high school senior, <laughs> one year graduated, um, you had far more important things in your mind than being a part of the band that you helped form, quite frankly. Well, you know, I'm looking here at a um, a copy of one of the posters that was made. Do you remember yeah. those? Yeah, of course I do. I sold them. Yeah, and, you know, if you look at the poster, it's got a large picture of Ben... <laughs> And Danny, and then up in the tiny, like tiniest part of the the poster, there's like a little tiny picture of me that just says "Arch yeah. saves the day." So like I wasn't, it was like I got the recognition I deserved as well. I feel is what I'm trying to say. It did. You know, look, you don't, you won't find me anywhere on that poster at all. But I was still mm. working hard. So right. you know, it's not about clearly that this band was Ben and Danny, and everybody else just revolved around their orbit that was just me though like it, it you know it was technically benny lip and the dcb which stood for the danny cancino band which <laughs> apparently consisted of danny cancino and me so i mean it's you, like yeah uh i don't know it's, it's just a little remember, insulting i mean it's not insulting at all did i just hear you say it was insulting i mean it's a little uh, i don't know <laughs> yeah uh, okay 
I suppose. Have you had Danny on this show? It's the real question. Yeah, you got to listen to that episode. It's oh, good. I, I absolutely am going to listen to that. There's no question. I'm going to I'm going to listen to them all, quite frankly. Great. Uh, I'll I di- I'll digress here for just a minute. I was laughing so hard in my car yesterday uh, when Jay was talking about that Tom <laughs> that Tom Hanks <laughs> a conspiracy theory. That was. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was he, so good. I oh my goodness. He single-handedly that. turned my show into a conspiracy theory show. <laughs> was, also, the way that he so nonchalantly throws conspiracy theories out <laughs> is what I love about Jay. <laughs> you never know what he's heard. So. Oh man. Yeah, I think it's it's his birthday today too. No kidding. I, yeah. I'm a terrible friend. Yeah, That's you are. Well, let's, I know it. I know I am. But. <laughs> That's okay, though. I still love you. I appreciate that. Yeah. We do need to... It's it's just a shame that um, having kids is one of the greatest things on this earth, but it does make it really difficult to maintain uh, any any form of uh, previous normalcy. Uh, that you had before. Well, that's that's why I don't have kids. I I recognize how how much work it is, and I don't want to do that much work. <laughs> it's I mean it's not it's it is a good amount of work, but it's far worth it, as everybody will say. Yeah, they and then keep I'll go saying. inside here in a few minutes, and then I'll get frustrated that my <laughs> oldest daughter doesn't want to go to bed and won't listen to me. Right. Um, but you know, there's moments when they do listen. That's what it you, makes you feel like you're not a complete failure as a parent, and that's what it's all about. Just right. one moment. It's like going golfing. You get one good shot, and you're like, I can't wait to get back out there. Yeah. You get you get one time where you ask your child to do something, and on the first time they say, yes, Dad, and you're like, oh, my goodness, I'm the greatest parent that's ever walked the earth. Yeah. And then, you know, you realize that's not true five minutes later, but <laughs> okay. It's all right. That's funny. Well, so uh, do you have any advice for people on how to make it through the pandemic? Getting back to my, my interview questions. Yeah. That's not, uh, nobody wants to hear my thoughts on these things, Arch. Oh, but, sure they do. <laughs> um, that's what, they're, that's what they're paying to hear. <laughs> True, they are. <laughs> that's what, that's what they, they pay good money. Yeah. You know, I don't have any advice to get through the pandemic other than just uh, settle in. Because I don't, I don't know how we get back to complete normalcy. But um, I, I forget who said this. This is, the, this is the advice I give to anybody anytime they ask for advice. It's not relating to the pandemic at all. But uh, buy land, because they're not making it anymore. That's the best <laughs> advice I could give anybody. <laughs> that that's some great advice, sir. It's always yeah. always good advice. <laughs> it's just timely, you know. Yeah. It's just timely in general. Yep, absolutely. Hey, well, well um, I I don't got any more interview interview questions. So um, mm-hmm. so unless you've got anything else, I, I think that's that's all for me. No, I think that uh, this was fantastic reconnecting yes and uh i just want to send an apology your way for not talking to you more often because oh. it's, a, it's a shame well me too you're I, I i say you're a bad friend i am as well so you know we <laughs> we're both bad friends which is it's just tragic for the relationship but at least we don't hold it against each other not a, not even not even a little bit yeah so um i'll see you at the next poker game whenever this is all done you bet Absolutely. All right. Well, good to talk to you, buddy. Yep. Yeah, you too. Take care. All right. See you. Bye. All right. That was my interview with my good buddy Josh Bickett. Great catching up with him. I haven't talked to him in forever, so 
Um, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in. You could be listening to a lot of other things right now, and instead you're listening to Killing Time. So thank you so much, and until next time, take care, everybody. Thank you.